Good evening, everyone. It's uh, Jason Powers. It's going on around midnight. <clears throat> so, thought I'd come out and do a brief uh, podcast. I don't think it'll be too long. But there's a lot on my mind, but I really don't know how to structure it. Um, sometimes, no matter... <laughs> No matter how well you <clears throat> want to think about something, I guess I can just... I want to start with one thing. Um, so, uh, I might not be posting a lot in the next uh, few days. It'll probably be through uh, May uh, 12th when I will post. Uh, actually, I'm working on a <clears throat> project um, that uh, needs to be completed. And, uh, well... It superseded something else I was working on because I think um, we can't wait any longer. So <clears throat> I've been working out the details of the Hunter Biden grift uh, to a degree that probably um, <clears throat> hasn't ever been done. At least, you know, I was hot on this, uh, obviously, back a few, uh, back in February. I stumbled across some information and and I just started pulling at the string, and, and the more I pulled at it, the, the more I found, which makes it easy to continue to pull at it, because like anything else, once you're on a, on a crime, and that's what I see it as, a crime, a significant crime, um, obviously I think it rises to the level of treason, but uh, that's not for me to prosecute, but I need to gather all the evidence together. All the links, all the citations, since this is just an open, I mean, <clears throat> bad that it's open intelligence that I'm pulling together, but there has been uh, other people who have done done the work that I could never do, which is get a hold of bank records. Just a second here. And from those bank records, uh, you get more evidence, you get more strings to get. So today I, I uh, really finalized how this is being worked or just done and all the data points light up line up um uh, let's just say new york is highly connected to this and brooklyn as well uh but particularly those two uh areas and people that live there and people that use certain banks um and uh, there's a stock trust organizations that i have a little bit of work to do to uh clarify and or bring into the <clears throat> bring into the fold in terms of of uh, knowledge and or culpability but I will lay those out later <clears throat> right now I have the methodology I think fairly worked out uh, because the reason why I think it had to be done this way and it had to be done through the same same entity or same people and entities is because um, well, for, for one thing, this is the Southern District of New York, which, of course, is you know, Biden central in terms of protection. And uh, <clears throat> that's why there's so much so much emphasis to to uh, to go after, uh, we'll just say Trump's enemies, Trump himself. Um, and, and what what you believe or what you think about Trump is irrelevant here. This is about <clears throat> masking hiding or uh, doing a deflection and, and obviously uh, keeping the focus off of, of other 
uh, criminal acts that are going on because obviously they're not doing any prosecution of people that are committing crimes on the on, on the <clears throat> the rudimentary side. See, all kinds of crimes get committed. Uh, the police obviously just focus on you know they're supposed to focus on violent crimes because uh, violence is you know <clears throat> well be it as it may uh, you know random violence is horrific and people you know it, it affects you for the rest of your life state violence well that's a lifetime too um, which is what's being done against you right now uh, that would segue into maybe part of the discussion with uh, what's going on or going to go on at the border and <clears throat> we have a this is substantial um, immigration issue and it just seems well very well timed if they're taking off this title 42 and they have a uh you know i've i've heard all kinds of numbers so uh, i won't elaborate but it sounds like it's a uh, well uh well north of uh several hundred thousand if not upwards to a million and it seems very well it's very Dav davos driven uh, uh, by many in terms of you think about the financial system that they were trying to crater and crack um, the idea here of uh, bringing this all to a uh, a massive collapse bring all the crisis on at once <clears throat> meanwhile you know uh, of course that'll change everything because financially we'll all be hogtied and fit to be uh fit for uh fit for a loony bin because uh you won't be able to get the things that you want so um when and if this takes place if it takes place over the summer or going into the fall <clears throat> i guess i guess it boils down to this do do people who are in certain areas of this country specifically on the coast do they wake the heck up and think that this is the way it was supposed to be or are they content with it i guess depends upon how much a, a problem is right in their face and they have to deal with it and if they can't deal with it then what do they do i don't know i don't live there but i suspect that many of this uh, much of the situation is going to be funneled to the middle of the country uh to uh, destabilize the rest of the country as well because you know the coast have had enough of uh, they already got those things collapsing, and they just want to do the rest of rest of this country, which is why I'm doing this project, by the way. And I am going to do everything in my power to get it in into people's hands. I will post it on the site. I will spread it. Uh, after that, I am going to do my own little little marketing campaign to get it in as many hands as possible. I'm going to make it available. I hope that people will read it. I hope people really do read it. I know a lot of people don't think that I'm, I put any work into these things. I put a lot of work into this, a lot of hours. I've researched and looked at paperwork, documented. I've gone through SEC filings like No Tomorrow. I'm not bragging about it. I'm just saying I'm one person. And <clears throat> I've uh, uncovered, a, I think, a very interesting and, and, and uh, development with the idea that your, uh, your president or through his... Uh, son and his associates including his own brother uh, his uh, uncle uh, jim biden own a own a vested interest in your lng and they're exporting it to your enemies and your you know china and they're also uh, <laughs> planning on doing it to ukraine through poland i've said that before 
And now that to me is just, it's just unconscionable. And I know there's people down in Louisiana that know all about this because they're the, they're the railhead of this in many cases and Texas as well, which stands to reason. It's like, why would you go along with this? If you know these, know the, know these, they have to know these situations exist. So there are people down there that I don't know about. I can only, I, you know, I haven't, you know. The thing is, is when, <laughs> when you're located where you're located, the key is to being able to get eyes on the prize, getting eyes on the site. So what I'm doing is intelligence through um, gathering the <laughs> entities that are involved that are file that have to file paperwork. The one thing about all situations like this, at some point or another, there's paperwork involved. Uh, for example, uh, this is one of the key factors to this uh, bringing, knowing how it's being done, whether it be through a financial or a um, stock transfer, is uh, I, uh, the bank records that was gathered by the Grassley-Johnson uh, senators, uh, specifically tied to the Biden's uh, money grift. Uh, because they gathered a lot of bank records. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, specifically through Cathay Bank, and the suspicious activity report that they got from the Treasury, which I don't know when they insta uh, when they first uh, got that uh, completed. I assume they got it completed under the Trump administration, and they've been withheld it, or they gathered it in 21 and 22. I don't know who what strings they had to pull or who whose uh, tail they have to kick to get stuff done um, and I know people say oh well you know so are the tr uh, Trump's crimes and this that and the other thing it's like you know you need to really for those that would think that you really need to focus on the present Trump is not the present who's running the country who even if Biden isn't running the country he is the he is a <laughs> He is the and he's doing it in name only whether it's de facto you know he's just a puppet yeah we get that we get that well what makes you think that why do you think hunter's so close to him now he's uh there these people don't want to get exposed i mean if if it's to the degree and level and it gets probably a lot worse than even i'm digging into i mean why do you i mean this is like the ultimate uh, despisable act of anybody who says they're an American. I'm doing this. I mean, I, I am focusing so hard on this for my own personal thing. It's not about Hunter Biden. I could give two fucks about him. It's about <laughs> it's about this country. That's what I'm after. You know, there's beauty still in this country. I know that every day that I'm above ground is, is worth the, you know, the expended effort to maintain this country in some semblance of order, you know, decency. Of course, we know all that's going away. We know that, that we're being destabilized on purpose to bring us a, a final crisis to destruct our entire way of a, a being. And this is being assisted by our European enemies from, you know, whether you say Davos or the European Central Bank, the old oligarchs over there. People don't believe in the old oligarchs or they don't think international bankers have any any impact on their life. The hell they don't. <laughs> they run billions and billions of dollars every single day. 
who do you think makes this whole I mean they they see themselves as they make everything go round because as long as they can control your money they control your life you do know that I hope people do know that because and people say I'm not controlled by them okay yeah you say that but how do you get supplies how do you get you know goods moved how do you get services completed you have to transact with something yes we can go back to a local system a barter economy I, I'm I'm down for that 100% but you have to know people locally that you can do stuff like that with do that trading of uh, horse uh, horse trading of uh, you know what you have and what you can offer and 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 that has to be a value but it, eventually you have to have a compensation method aside from just swapping things out which of course that means you have to have ownership and to have ownership you have to be divorced from <laughs> your government because at any given time they can come along and say you know uh, was it um, <clears throat> you know we'll take a uh, take your land from you and offer you a fair reasonable eminent domain price you know that kind of deal and your history and then you're going to be upset because whether you take, if you don't take the government, uh, they'll go ahead and figure out a way to do it. You can sue until you're blind. And then the longer you sue, the less money you have and you'll go broke trying to protect your own land, which maybe, you know, that I understand that. I understand people have done that. I understand that that's, you know, that's because you still believe in the system. And I agree. I, it's, a sh it's a shit sandwich right now that we have nobody that we can, that we can trust. Um. To protect us at a local, state, or federal, especially the federal level, there's no no hope there. Uh, you know, recently, you know, you've heard a lot of a lot of uh, people, especially people that uh, run uh, certain websites like ProPublica, have gone after uh, uh, Clarence Thomas, for example. I, I hear that's uh, they they're 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 not going to let that go. They're trying to find any way to get that get him off the court. And get uh, uh, obviously to get all conservatives off the court, and there's really only three or two and a half, I would say, uh, Gorsuch and uh, Thomas and Alito. Uh, uh, and of those three, I think uh, Gorsuch is the weakest of the three, and the other two that are supposed to be conservatives, they're not. They're just uh, rhinos, uh, or uh, we'll call them Sinos, uh, uh, court and name only. So they're they're just uh, Kavanaugh and Barrett are just clowns, uh, just because they'll they're just they're just uh, friendly to the wrong group of people, namely the Bushes, and they probably uh, will gladly sell out the country just to keep their because they would rather you know <laughs> they're more worried about themselves than they are worried about the country. So yeah it takes a lot it takes a set of stones that's why they're going after thomas first because if they can get him off the court then they can and of course oh by the way just fyi remember joe biden and him have history there so don't think there isn't a uh a little subtle uh manipulation that's coming from through the white house or through the through the people that you know are protecting joe and you know i'm sure he's aware of it I mean, as much as he's aware of anything, uh, for however long he's aware of it. But nevertheless, I could see him being, uh, because they see, yeah, obviously they see him as the, Thomas as the, 
the if they can get the most conservative judge removed, then then they're good to go. Then they can move move on because then then there really will be no uh, court uh, left to protect you. And I, I guess that's why I'm saying with this thing with uh, getting it in the hands of the right people, I I'm going to hit anybody I can with it. The problem is is jurisdiction. It always is. So Texas is the place where this is really I, I well. There's enough entities there in, in Louisiana, but Louisiana is dirty from what I can tell. It's dirty because it has a lot of, uh, well, Hunter and uh, Jim were using Louisiana as a lot of, well, using a lot of their lawyers and their dirty lawyers that the Bidens knew. So I don't see that as a particularly, um, a path of, a, a path to go in Texas. I presume that uh, A.G. Paxson would be interested, so I'm going to make him a, a target uh, <laughs> on Twitter. So I'll tag him all the time. I'm going to start following his, uh, following his uh, tweets regularly and see if I can get early on in responding and see if uh, that helps. Of course, I don't think he really does much of his Twitter, but whatever. There's nobody here in Indiana. I mean, uh, well, Holcomb is a, a joke, so I wouldn't deal with him. My local representative is a joke. He's a he's a old he's an old cuss that doesn't care about anything. He's just got a position. He didn't even get into the position until he was like 72, 73 years old, and he's been in for like four or five years. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, not really worth the trouble. <laughs> so, but anyway. That's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of the way I feel. Uh, we we have to do whatever we can uh, to kick the legs out from underneath the remaining, uh, I mean, this administration, all of them. I mean, if we go through, if they ever stay near power, it's over for us as a country. It really is. Because they will, they will institute the Davos plan, which is what's going on. Don't be, don't be fooled by any of the bullshit. They want their, they want their digital currency. They want you to own nothing and be happy. They want you to shut your mouth, and they want you to, uh, and, and they want to tell you that you don't have a right to your uh, country, that you don't have a right to the U.S. Constitution. You don't have a right to speak freely. You don't have a right to have guns. You don't have a right to due process they don't want any of that this is a total collapse of the western civil uh, western civilization and its model all these all these parasites these globalist parasites are just just evil people they're just evil and they don't see it i don't think that i think some of them are too stupid to see it they don't i mean there's there's you know obviously it's money just pulls their string Every time you see a billionaire, you have to think long and hard as to see how dirty and corrupt he is. There's a reason why there's the Ken Griffiths of the world who are just stirring up chaos. That guy's a toxic waste dump of filth. And he isn't, he's not even probably in the top 1,000 of people that need to be thought of that way. But he certainly, uh, he certainly uh, opened his big mouth and wants to insert himself in U.S. politics. And he, all they want to do, and this is bad. This is this is the conservatives' fault. This this part is the idea of conservatives say, "Oh, I just want things to go back to normal. I just want things to be okay." 
you know I'm conservative I'm probably more conservative than most people think uh, <laughs> or would even not I'm not bragging about it but I'm saying I'm a very conservative actor compared to what a lot of people are and uh, <laughs> just unbelievable but they, they know what these people really want they want to go back to the way it was under Bush and oh by the way there's lots of evidence in this uh, little little uh, uh, thing I'm putting together of uh, uh, let's just say Republican-oriented people, supposedly, but they're just China. They they love China. They absolutely they love they 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 love their money. They love the money flow. They'll do deals with the devil every day. These people have no loyalty at all. They don't understand loyalty. They're just they're the <laughs> they're they are the consummate carpetbaggers, the Bushian fascist, or however you want to put it. Of course, Prescott Bush was in that group. Um, there, there's always a little sliver of truth every, every uh, <laughs> bit of certain people's uh, uh, agenda to, to label the right as fascist and while they're supposedly the, the good guys were when it's just, yeah, <laughs> communism and fascism, Jesus. We're just fighting the second round of that. And then we got these globalist bankers who just are playing games with everybody and they want to get their digital ID in place. They want all the digital and of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, just remember when that system breaks, which it will because all systems do break if they try to do that, they don't care whether or not you can't get money. They don't care whether you can make any transaction. They'll have they just find where they're at and they'll have the military or the police to protect them or the security to protect them. They'll be glad to see us all tear each other's eyes out. And, you know, when it becomes survival of the fittest, literally back to... And, and uh, it'll be gangs and warlords. And uh, this will be the destruction of the uh, the American experiment. And it'll go down in history as one colossal failure. The, I can see the future historians will write it up. Well, they were too violent and they took over everything. And they were they went through 80 years of massive imperialistic failure, which won't be necessarily wrong. Um, we just had very horrific leaders, ostensibly since ever since Kennedy. You can realize, Kennedy does is the benchmark. Not that say Kennedy had <laughs> was was anywhere near perfect of anything. He was as flawed as hell, too. But when they removed him from office, uh, our uh, intelligence or the stooge that they put a set up for the passing of, uh, of, of the crime, once LBJ started this, I mean, he accelerated everything. Um, and I'm not just putting it at his feet. He was just the first domino. Uh, while he was there and he did what he wanted to do and you notice he couldn't he didn't have the guts to run for his own uh, second term he he stepped he bowed out he got out of the way I don't think it's because he had any moral compunction to to think about doing that because obviously I don't think that's in it that was in his DNA but he may have just been told well you've done enough we're good we don't need you to you know and if he did feel any <laughs> guilt I highly doubt it. Doubt it. He ever expressed it. Of course, he. There'll be somebody out there that that would argue with me on that. So you know, whatever. I'm just very. I don't know. I get I get stressed about it a little bit. I mean, 
I don't know how to concisely uh, sum up all this. I guess I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I was listening. Uh, actually, uh, I listened to John Snyder. He was an actor. Uh, you remember him from uh, The Dukes of Hazard. I guess he's been going through a lot of difficulties in his last few years, and I think he lost his uh, spouse. I, I haven't kept up with this entire story, but his po- the, the the video I watched, it was like six minutes. Obviously, it was tied to being a widow, and <clears throat> I guess you could say I could, I could relate on a different level. Uh, so I, I'm giving that shout-out to him. I, uh, I, could, I could feel what he was feeling. And that's the way I kind of feel about, well, lots of things. My my own mother's passing, you know, from a long time ago, from 2011. It, it still smarts. A dozen years later, it's... And um, I'm going to put this uh, paper out on uh, May 12th. <sighs> that's, when I, that's what I'm setting as my drop-dead date for this, to get it accomplished. And uh, that's... Uh, uh, that happens to be my uh, grandmother's uh, birthday who passed in 1993. Uh, and uh, her and my grandfather actually both May 10th and May 12th. And I, I don't forget that uh, because, um, well, I also uh, graduated college on May 12th. Sometimes I pick days for publications based upon, you know, what it represents to my, my life or, you know, I hope that it has some resonance you know because those people mattered you know they mattered a lot you know they were the most uh, uh, truthful people you know my mom and my grandmother and my grandfather you know people could say what they will about them but it wasn't that they didn't uh, speak their mind and speak the truth uh, and do what they could for people whenever they could do it. They were never rich. <laughs> None of them graduated college. Now my grandparents, neither one of them graduated high school. Uh, but they managed, you know. They, they were homeless for a while in the 1950s. Um, just got down on their luck. At, at, right around the time my mom was probably four or five years old. Um, Maybe six. I, I don't know. It's like I think it was the late fifties. I think it might have been around nineteen um, fifty-eight, fifty-nine. Would have been about the time. So maybe she was six or seven. Yeah, they had a they they had to uh, uh, place the, the the kids with uh, uh, relatives while they. I guess my grandfather was going through hard times, and I don't think he. Uh, he had his ups and downs. I think, you know, this was a, a, a decade removed from the war and whatever the case was. It, it, he may have also had an alcohol problem at that time. I didn't really see that later on, but uh, he did have some stories about that, too. So, But he managed to come out of it, and they got themselves a house in, in the early 1960s. And uh, I, I lived there. Uh, I... You know, it was in our family's hands and through uh, 2000, 2011. Well, my, my aunt has it and probably still has it. And I haven't had any conversations with my aunt in a dozen years. I'm sure, you know, I only bring her up. 
I, I can't say that I had a great affinity for my aunt because we had just uh, we had a very bad relationship from the outset of my uh, coming up to Indiana and, and she had her issues she had several issues and um, it was always difficult to even resolve that with her I don't have bad blood for her I mean the thing is is there are people in this world and we all know who they are uh, that you cannot you can't win for losing so after a while you just you just don't even want to have to have that conversation anymore and it's usually your family <laughs> there's always that one person that you just can't you there's no seeing eye to eye there's no uh, cooperation there's no bearing the hatchet or or uh, letting go of old wounds um it's just there it's just it's and uh, i'd like to think i could do otherwise with her but uh <laughs> that that ship sailed so many years ago who knows there would probably be no point in it um I'm sure she doesn't ever think any any of the wiser of me. And, uh, you know, I feel the same way about the way things are going in this country. There's just so much, so much uh, divide in this country that I, I want somehow to bring it together. I wish there was a way to bring it all together. I've, I've thought about how to, even though I don't necessarily particularly care for the people I would pick to have to put at the very top and by that I mean I know they're flawed we're all flawed uh, but you have to have somebody with a name recognition that people even understand I don't want dynastic situations either but I don't know what that I don't know how to work around that I don't know how to you know uh, and I'm not saying RFK Jr. is the answer to, to this at all but you know people know who he is he doesn't have to. He doesn't. He he doesn't have to do. He doesn't have to build a brand. He is a brand already. You know, better or for worse. And I think he probably has a lot of cockamamie ideas. But I think he cares about the country in ways that at least at least at that level of uh, elitism, you have to. You're gonna have to swallow it. And that's the thing. It's sad. This is the saddest thing. We've always had a certain amount of aristocratic. And, and it, this even goes back to Washington. So even in his time, he was a military hero. He was a military leader. But, you know, he married well. I think Martha, it was a Martha brought the, brought the, the land into the, the, the property, into the marriage. So that helped him. And, of course, you know, we understand that, you know, he did a great deal for this country. You know, but he had to start from a station. Same way with Benjamin Franklin, he had a name. People want to, they want to know that the person that they put in to high offices and power or whatever. And I hate to call it power too. Your job in, in any of these roles should never be about, you know, the garnering of power. It should be about the responsibility of, of uh, managing and. Uh, uh, assessing the needs of the people and being able to provide that would also provide the guidance to to say uh, your wants are wants are heard but it's what you need that needs to be worked on um, because many people want everybody has wants 
when you have a country like now with as many people in it, <laughs> everybody has a want. I have a want. I have a want for all kinds of things. Doesn't mean I'm going to get any of it. But, you know, I guess that comes with the old being older, whereas younger people can can live on their dreams and and uh, make believe that things are going to magically fall into place. And then they always point to some example of whether it be technology or whatever and say, you're just not you're not thinking. No, no, no. I'm not saying there's wonderful things that have been created in the last X amount of years. But, you know, it takes more than just one person. It's rare that any one person is, has uh, done that without a significant amount of help. That's where they don't understand that. It's hard to bring together the right mix of everything. There's a certain amount of luck that goes with that. So we need to focus on the things that we, we should need, which we need stability. We need, uh, we need better local interactions. We need people who work on problems and actually solve problems. Not just work on them and you know kick it, kick the can down the. We need longer term visions, and I'm not talking a five year plan. I mean, <laughs> I mean a 25 year agenda to re redo, reformulate this whole country. Certainly, we need to get back to first principles. We need to get back to a uh, a, a sustainable <laughs> a sustainable model that we have. We do have a sustainable model. The American Constitution is not flawed, not in the not in the sense of how it could operate if people understood what their roles are. The agencies have to go all of them. And I mean, all of them. It's not just one or two. <laughs> There's 435 of them. That's one for every representative in, in Congress. So I, I, I would substantially say that... Substantially think that we need to get rid of uh, the vast majority of these people uh, that are in uh, the federal bureaucracy. Of course, I'm sitting out here and the guy rolls up and he just stops in front of me like that doesn't, isn't going to be freaky. Anyway... So we need to, uh, you know, <laughs> get back to a limited government, a local government. Uh, we're supposed to be a, a fairly loose collection of states that are supposed to be uh, uh, bonded together for the common defense of the country. But we're not supposed to be all up in each other's businesses and we're not supposed to let a bunch of bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., own people, which they do, you know, basically by, uh, you know, using money to get them to do what they want them to do. And we have so many fools at the local level that just, oh yeah, they're going to give me money, you know. And then of course that's because we have just massive amounts of corruption, massive amounts of corruption. People need to remove these people, fools from office, all levels of government. We don't need this much. We don't need this government. This much government. And we need basic principles, and we don't need a plethora of laws or new laws. We need most. Of, we I, honestly, we need to just straight out <laughs> ignore anything. I, the legal system is the, probably the most archaic. The way we have made the legal system, it will not. It does not function to help the people. It actually functions against the people. The law should be simple enough so anybody should be able to be able to go to court and represent themselves for all but the most complex situations. I'm not saying that all situations are easy. 
but you certainly need to do that. So, point is, is uh, yeah, the 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 you know the the fact that lawyers think that they should run this country the way they do, they shouldn't. Bankers, lawyers, probably the two of the biggest problems, along with the politicians. But uh, and notice. Guess who's all politics? What well, are politicians? But just overly a narcissistic lawyers who think they should represent you, and <laughs> that goes without saying that uh, uh, <laughs> Kennedy's a lawyer. So that doesn't mean he's done very well, to be frank about it. So maybe there's a maybe there's something to be said for that too. Um, yeah, we have to get back to uh, to the most rudimentary elements of uh, of uh, <laughs> resetting the to the constitution resetting our I hate to even use that word because it connotates so many things that's been going on the last uh, three plus years but it, uh, let's just say we need a uh, reinvigoration of the constitution certainly uh, I believe I believe that needs to be the case and we need people to, that that believe that, but it's going to be hard to work around those that are just Marxist Jacobins or however you want to call them out. So I'm going to leave it there for now. I've talked a lot longer than I thought I would. God bless the United States of America. God save the world.